Agent Pursuit Business Mastery is produced by CIR Realty and presented by Kirsten Favron and Lindsay Smith. CIR Realty is the largest, most productive real estate brokerage in Alberta, Canada, and has remained independent and Canadian-owned since 1983. Learn more at agentpursuit.com. Enjoy this episode and subscribe for more great content. All right, so welcome to Agent Pursuit here, and we have Gary Williamson with us talking about being a go-giver. Right. Thank you for being with us today, Gary. I know that you had a really busy day because you are, you have a lot going on in your business, so thank you for being here. My pleasure. Um, kick, let's kick things off with a little bit about your history in terms of how you got into real estate and where you are at today. Well, I got into real estate accidentally. What? The yeah. amount of people we've had on this show that start by saying <laughs> that is crazy. The key to success is by getting into real estate accidentally. I got into it accidentally. Jan was working for a builder, and she was an assistant to the area manager, and they wanted to appoint her after six months to an area of her own, and she didn't feel confident. So she said, would I be her assistant? So I knew the sales manager, and I said I'd be her assistant. So I actually started in real estate as Jan's assistant. And wow. then after six months, they gave me my own area, and then... But when you work for a builder, you actually work for the builder. The client is, you know, the builder has the last word. So I always felt I wanted to work with undivided loyalty. So in 2008, I got my real estate license, and now I can represent the client with undivided loyalty. So. Perfect. That's yeah. great, Gary. Yeah. Perfect. And so you've been working in, in the, the resale side of it uh, for how many years now have you been Ten doing? years. This ten is years. my 10th year come December. Yeah. Awesome. Well, happy 10 year. Yeah, yeah congratulations. exactly. Yeah. Okay. So we did a little preamble about being a go-giver. Mm -hmm. um, and this is something that's resonated so well with me too. And even in my real estate business, um, you've embodied this even before the go-giver book came out. Um, but tell me about what does being a go-giver mean to you? I think when I was growing up in my business career, I had people helping me, and voluntarily. I mean, I wasn't paying for, you know, like a professional to do it. There were several people who were very talented who mentored me along the way. And I just feel that this is a way of giving back. Right. So being able to help others not reinvent the wheel, so to speak, is, is a big part of what motivates me. So. I, this, the standpoint you just took, I think, is giving, because you do, you do a lot both ways, so you give a lot back to the real estate industry, whether it be, you know, kind of CREB as a whole or the realtors in our brokerage, um, our management team, you do so much. Um, how would you say the go-giver principle applies to your clients? Well, I think it's, it, it broadens my perspective because at first, you know, you go through a real estate course and they teach you how to sell real estate how to convert people, how to catch the big one, and the, so forth. Whereas giving without expectation is, is sort of what you do in private life. Business right. is, I'm going to get the order as totally. opposed to. So the concept of the go-giver is that that should also apply to business. So that you're offering value, you're attracting people, which is a ninja principle, rather than pulling people. So that's basically it. With the, with the go-giver, I now think more of the full concept of the client, not just the real estate. So for example, I introduced a guy who sells doors, represents a manufacturer of doors, to a guy who installs doors. We had coffee oh. and yeah, so all of a sudden he's got a new client and I made the introduction. So that's the, really the essence of go-giving. And you weren't like, 
oh, if you buy a house from me, I'll introduce you to somebody. Yeah. Well, actually, they did buy a house. It was actually there was nothing. There was no skin in it for me because they already bought the house. Yeah. But it was a way of saying, okay, how can I now? You've helped me in sense, right? And uh, I've represented you. How can I help you in what you're doing? So, you know, giving is a big part of giving. That's such a good example. I introduced a person who sells doors to a person who installs doors, and we had coffee. Like this that is <laughs> such a good, simple way to put it. You know, they right out of the book almost. Yeah, they yeah. they literally tell a story yeah. about um, yeah. You know, Joe. Yeah, Joe. Who you know, and the yeah. the, the connector and and bringing people together, and it's. It's so true in life. I mean, the way, the way that you can operate your business is that um, what do your clients need? And if your clients are business owners, what do their clients look like? Yeah. And how grateful do you feel when someone refers a client to you? Like, make that magic for somebody else. I mean, exactly. that's such, a, um, such an easy thing, but we forget about it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. exactly. Now, this isn't, I don't want this to be a, a ninja selling um, you know, a promotional video because it's not about that, but obviously this is something that Ninja really embodies. So tell us about what you did, how you operated before taking Ninja, and then sort of what Ninja did and how you operated after that in terms of applying these concepts. What, did anything change for you? Was it different? Um, take well, us through that. Well, what was interesting is that I did a course, and I won't name the mention of the course because it's not relevant. No, exactly. But the fact is I did a course that actually was not very ninja in a sense that it was, uh, you know, oh, by the way, if you or a family member or friend wanted to buy or sell a property, would you have a realtor that you would represent them to, uh, represent or have them represent? And, and that really is all about me. It's in other words, I'm trying to get you to hire me as a realtor. Uh, the go-giver and the ninja principle is, uh, are you receiving any information on real estate? Is there anything I can help you with in that regard? Oh, we just moved into a new house. Well, how about Best Buy Nest? In other words, how can I help you in whatever way you need the help? Not how can I help you in the way I need the help. Right, right. right. It's like you're thinking about them, right? but not so, thinking about yourself. That's right. So, so having, you know, the, the Gosh, example... Gosh, such a good framework. The example I was given is where I phone you and my name pops up on the screen and I'm hitting you up for, give me a referral, give me a referral. Yes. The next time I phone you and my name pops up, you go, don't think I want to take that call. Right? Yes. Whereas if I called you and said, by the way, when was the last time you had your furnace checked? And you go, ah, geez, I haven't had it checked, you know. Well, through Best Buy Nest, I can get Jameson Furnace out and they can take care of that for you. No cost. Really? Next time I phone, it's a completely different reception because I've given you value, I've asked for nothing, and in return, you're more receptive to my phone call. Jameson um, Furnace is going to get really busy after you just <laughs> saw that. That's really good, well, Gary. Yeah. That's Kurt's, really good. Kurt's an awesome guy, so he deserves it. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, and, the, and the difference is, too, if people, just to make a very clear comparison about the difference, about, because um, you can, of course, in all the sales systems, you're out there adding value, you're doing things like that, but that mentality is different. It'd be like doing a, um, giving a birthday card and saying, hey, happy birthday or congratulations on your graduation, blah, blah, blah. And then at the end, it's P.S. If you know anybody thinking of buying or self, a referral is one of the most, you know, the greatest compliments you can give me. And it's like, in my congratulatory card, in my, in my Merry Christmas card, like everywhere, like what? Business card. That's right, right that's right. And it's, yeah. I send a birthday card, I don't put a business card in. Right, right. And sometimes if you're saying, hey, thank you so much for the meeting, you can put a business card in, the context yeah. is different. But yeah. if all of a sudden the ending of it is like, 
I'm going to wish you a uh, Merry Christmas, but the only but. reason I'm doing this <laughs> is because is because um, I want the business back right away. Yeah. And, and by the book we talked about in the introduction, but talking about the law of reciprocity where it's like it will come back. People want to reciprocate that. And that's just a law. Like that's, yeah. just, that's just something yeah. that people want to do in return. So guarantee your, your example of the guy with the door and the guy that installs the door, they're going to look and be like, gosh, what can I do for you, Gary? Yeah. Yeah. Just naturally. Uh, property managers have a hard time with realtors sometimes because we're always demanding of them, you know, give me this, give me that. Right. Uh, how can I get in? Can I book the elevator? Whatever. It's always asking for things. And therefore, if we give them back something, pay them some respect, acknowledge that their job is difficult, Yes. Uh, it changes the picture completely. I'm not asking for anything because they're not necessarily buying a house, but they're managing this building and every time they get a call, it's a problem. So I give them a you know, Tim Horton's card or give them something and just say, thank you very much for the documents. Well, I bought the documents. Right. But thanks for the doc. Thanks for making them available. Thanks for making my job a little easier. And love that. Night and day. Yeah, wow. Night and day. So kind of a, a sub question to that. So pre pre taking Ninja and post taking Ninja, you've always been very successful. You've always been very. So I mean, you're, you're, you're doing great now. Ninja's in a ton for your business, but by no means were you a schlump before taking it? So, and then there's many courses that work for many, for many different people, and there's, of course. So I guess what I want to ask you is, in terms of how your, cli your clients are responsive or the type of business that you're getting, is it very different from the first script that you used of the buy, sell in six months? And I'm, I'm just curious, and what happens now? Like, is it... Have you noticed that it's a switch from more immediate business to more long-term business? Or um, you know, maybe you had more referrals that were within three months, but then it stopped versus now you just get a ton because it's a bit of a convoluted question. I'm so, just curious. Well, I'm, sitting, I'm sitting in Fort Collins at the leadership, Ninja Leadership Training, and I'm realizing that there are a lot of things that Ninja Installation teaches me, or should have, that I didn't really catch on the first go around. And you realize that it's really beyond real estate. It, you know, it permeates actually into your regular life. If you just start to think in terms of, okay, what can I do for you? As opposed to what is in it for me? Right. And I think that's the essence of this. So uh, there was a, a movie clip I saw, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Yeah. And, and Alec Baldwin was brutal to uh, <laughs> guys like Jack Lemmon. Yeah. And it was just- I'm from downtown, it, yeah. yeah. I'm, my watch is worth more than the car you drove here <laughs> in. Exactly. Just demoralizing people. And I couldn't operate like that. So when I was given scripts that were more about me than they were about the client, they were uncomfortable. And a lot of them I stopped using. Right. Okay. So, for example, asking for a referral at the front door when you're going to show a house right. is something you're encouraged to do. Uh, now, it's a lot easier to say, by the way, are you receiving any real estate information? Yeah. It's a simple question. Can I help? I had one case where somebody was moving from Kelowna back to Calgary. And I said, you know, how can I be of some help? The difference being is I'm a realtor. Yeah. You're going to need a house. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Right. So yeah. the difference is how can I be of some help? And even if they interpret it wrong, you're on very safe ground because all I've done is offered help. Right. And if they said, well, I know you're a realtor if I needed you, I'd call you. That wasn't the question. The yeah. question was, how can I help? Yeah, I know so, everything about that yeah. kind of stuff. So. And one of the, in, in the go-giver sells more, uh, they talk about the 200-pound telephone. 
So if I'm going to phone you to find out from you if you're going to buy something from me, the phone gets heavy because I don't want rejection. I don't want you to say, no, I'm not interested. Yes. But if I phone to say, by the way, did you receive the information that I sent? That's a safe question. Was the information helpful? That's a safe question. Uh, if it wasn't helpful, how can I be of some further help? Right. If it's all about you, the phone's very light. It's easy to make the call. Totally. And I think that's part of a huge part of what the go-giver is all about. I that's love that. great. Yeah. So let's get into some nitty-gritty here, yeah. um, some practical application now. In your business, share the types of things you do to strengthen the relationships with your clients and your database. Well, the door is one of the, the, the things that I mentioned where you go beyond necessarily just the transaction. So before you actually have the transaction, you get referred to somebody, let's yeah. say. Uh, you know, John Smith says to contact whoever. And you say, well, I'm Gary, and I'd like to help you with this process, whatever, buying or selling. So real estate aside, in terms of, of what they do, uh, also, what do you do? Like, take an interest in, in the people that you're talking to. And listen, uh, they refer to time of possession in Ninja. If I've got all the time of possession, I typically win the game, but in real estate, you lose. Right, in terms <laughs> of the conversation about who's talking and who's, who's talking. listening. Yeah. Exactly. So, if you're asking questions, uh, there are lots of examples. One is the golf course. I want to live on a golf course. Okay, I'll put down golf course. And I look for all the houses that are on golf courses. Why do you want to live on a golf course? Oh, because I want the green space that I don't have to look after. So what would a, would a lake work just as well? Yeah, would a forest work? Yeah, would a ravine work? So all of a sudden, you're asking questions. Yesterday, I was with a client, and I just met them for the very, very first time. So I said, tell me a little bit about your lifestyle. Well, we have two teenage children and, and, and one that's just going through the master's program. What is she doing in the master's program? So you're, you're having a relationship, you're having a conversation, they're relaxing, I'm relaxed because I'm finding out more about them. And tell me a little bit of what's it like with two teenagers in your house? Because that's going to make a difference to what house you get. Totally. Yeah. Well, we want two bedrooms in the basement. Yeah. Right? yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that type of thing. So. They could have been a different family. There might have been a family that said, oh, we're a very close family. We'd like a bonus room upstairs where we can all gather. So now we're looking for a bonus room upstairs instead of a rec room in the basement. Right. So it really does. Does anyone want their teenagers upstairs? These guys didn't. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's a... no. Growing up, every, we all, all of my friends, we were in the basement. Our whole Motley crew. I actually told the client, I said, this is really, really not the house for you. I'll help you buy it but it's really not the house for your family. No ensuite, one bathroom on the main floor, a half bathroom in the basement, three teenage daughters. Gross. I said no. So, so how, take us through how you stay in flow with people. So we talked about like, um, or I know you do, I mean you do notes, you do, uh, do you, are you doing Popeye still? Like, like what kind of no? What kind of stuff I, actually, are you doing to, to I, sort of keep you know keep it? Because you get some good examples when you're when you're sitting down face to face with the client. But to stay relevant in between transactions, what kind well, of Best Buy Nest is, yep. is a is something I don't use as much as I should, and it's certainly something that I intend to do more with. Perfect. Because it's it's really a beautiful intro when you think about the average Canadian moves every seven to ten years, but they have to maintain the house in the meantime. Right. So plumbers, electricians. Uh, how to organize closets, painting tips, what are all these things that they're offered by these vendors. So Best Buy Nest definitely is, is one of the, the, the big uh, benefits of, 
of being able to offer that through CIR. Right. Uh, when I do a listing for a house, um, we send out the photographers. They take all kinds of pictures. Then what do the people do? They move, and they're gone to the new house. So this one couple left and went to Winnipeg, and they had, I think one was six and one was nine, and I went to Costco, and for $9.99, you can get a photo album made with 21 pictures. Of nice. that, of I would that. have cried if we had that of our Cochrane house. Exactly. Who's your well, realtor? You can, well, you can still get it. <laughs> you can still get it. That's the good news. $9.99. What a good memory of your house. And I mailed it to Winnipeg, where they were now living. And she wrote me back a note, and it said that the little one cried. Oh, I'm thinking about crying. That's really nice. When he saw his room. This is a tip. I got to make notes again this here is to a try tip to I got from my brother Steve, who was doing that before me. And again, this is why it's easy to give when you get. Yeah. I mean, Steve didn't have to tell me that, but it was helpful. And now I do it with all my listings. And sometimes you forget and you move on. Right? Yeah. Well, a year later, if you send it, on the, it doesn't even have to be the anniversary of when they moved No, in. it doesn't even just... Anytime. Yeah. All of a sudden, I was thinking of you, and I thought you might enjoy a look at back at the past of where you used to live, where the kids grew up, especially with young kids. Yeah. And the kids are now 16, right? And, yeah. and they were nine when they moved into the house, and all of a sudden, hey, look, there's my toy, you know. It was really... So things like that, personal notes. I try to make sure I contact people at least twice a year. One is typically a birthday card, handwritten. Perfect. And I don't get it addressed by, uh, you know, like, with, like a sticker on it. Yeah. I handwrite it. And also a personal note. Perfect. And people often ask, well, what do you say? Well, it depends on the person, right? Mm -hmm. I could just write you a note and say, well, you know, if, if their kids are into soccer, so how is David doing in soccer? Yeah. It, it just make it personal, make it in interesting enough, and make it genuine. Yeah. Everybody can see through, uh, here's my card. Totally. Yeah. Here's my personal note, here's my card slipped yeah. in there, right? So I don't do that. Nice. So that, that sort of that thinking of you thing. We say thinking congratulations, of you, right? Um, thank you, thinking best, of you. Best by Nest. I mean, we have the home contest, the happy home contest. That's another way of keeping in touch with people. Yeah. Uh, a lot of them don't join it, but they'll say to me afterwards, thanks for sending me the invite. I don't do contests, but it was nice of you to think of me. And, and you use the prospects market report too, do you not? I use the prospects market report. Yeah. Um, if they're not actively involved in buying or selling, I send it three months. Okay, once every three months. Yeah. yeah. And then if they're really active, then I'll send it once a month. But you can also customize matrix. And it was, it's timely that we had that conversation. You had yeah. that conversation with Don this morning about sold information, sold prices. Because when you're actively working with a client, and they're driving through a neighborhood and they see a for sale sign, they want to know, they're curious, I want to know what this house is selling for. Totally. So I give all my clients the app, the Prospects app, and it has a map. You pull over, hit the map, it knows where you are, and automatically brings up the listing. Well, I want the app. Yeah. So Gary, I need a new realtor. This is, <laughs> so I see where this is going. This is uh, <laughs> it's not going so well. It's not well. going good for you. It's so, not going so, good for you. So with the matrix customization, cool. uh, you might be working with a builder. You might be working with a contractor. They don't want it every day. They're busy doing whatever they're doing. But they would like it on a periodic basis. Yeah. Some of them want it once a week. Some like it once a month. And then the market report is once a year. Well, it's monthly, but it's a 12-month period. I love how you have mm -hmm. customized your timing based off of 
the person's involvement in the market. I think that's that's so pertinent and so um, so great because relevance is is so important when you're sending stuff up. That's what makes it interesting. Yeah. You know, if, if every single week you're sending somebody, here's the market stats, here's the market stats. It's like you know, there's yeah. the occasional person. Some people might say, hey, can I get this every month? In which case, it's like, yeah, sure, here it is every month. The other thing I love about what you're doing is that people are always looking for, like I know people that, um, and some realtors that do this, where you know, they, they bake muffins twice a year and deliver to all their clients, or they do this and they do that. It's like, it doesn't need to be sophisticated. Like it, it's very, I mean, the technology that Prospects has is actually very sophisticated. It's incredible what's available. But you're utilizing the items that are available to you. Now, right. the handwritten notes is obviously different, but it's like you've just, um, you know, bound up the, uh, bundled up the stuff that is available to you and you've used it effectively. Yeah. And, okay. and the thing is, is the prospects will remind you. Now you, yeah. can, you can tell it when to remind you. So in most cases, seven days is an adequate amount of time to write a note or a yeah. birthday card or an anniversary and mail it off and get, get it there on time. So I use seven days as my sort of guideline for that. Um, anniversary cards, you know. Uh, I, because of this book and because of Ninja, I'm now asking husbands, yeah. so when's the anniversary? <laughs> Would have never occurred to me before because I was never into that. Yeah. And they go, well, it's you know, June 16th, right? And how long have you been married for? A lot of stuff you can keep in your mind, for me anyway, for short periods of time. <laughs> you know, scoot around the corner right out now. Yeah. But, but as long as you've got the information somehow captured and you put it into practice, and I phone you and I say, Lindsay, just wanted you to go, what happened? What's next Tuesday? Yeah. And you go, what, 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 what? It's your anniversary. Thanks. You know? Yeah. <laughs> That's a big one. Don't call the wife. She already knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. <laughs> right. That's but, really good. But birthdays, uh, I phone realtors, CIR realtors, sometimes not CIR realtors. And I say, what happened 14 years ago? Liz, one of our realtors here. Yeah. What happened 14 years ago on this very day? She says, I don't know. That's when you got your license. Has it been 14 years? Yeah. Wow, you're right, it is, you know, whatever it was, right? That's great. So recognizing events, whatever they might be. I don't do kids' birthdays. <laughs> yeah. Not these days, right? Yeah. yeah. I'll do their dog's birthday, yeah. their cat's birthday, but you just acknowledge, okay, you had three kids, right? Perfect. Tommy and Jimmy and whatever. But that's yeah, about that's all you can do. So yeah. you're so organized. Like you're relative, you're, for all the stuff that you do, and you stay on top of it, and you're consistent, which is so big. Because lots of people, myself included, it's easy to have very good intentions and then get completely overwhelmed, and then two weeks later, you've fallen off the bandwagon. So what have you put in place for yourself to help stay consistent? Ninja says a ninja ritual, the ninja nine. Yeah. So I get up in the morning, and before that, it was just chaos. If I got up and I was hungry, I had breakfast. If I got up, shoes needed cleaning, I'd clean the shoes. There was no organization. There was no ritual. The Ninja Nine teaches you, you get up and you're grateful. So you get into that positive energy space immediately as soon as you get So I do my gratitudes every day, just not on Monday mornings only. <laughs> when you guys come it's online. calling us out. Right? No, no, no. no. Good. no Most like of the it. time you do it. Most That's of the right. time you ask Absolutely. for it. Yeah. And uh, so, so you start the day like that. I do my affirmations. I don't write them out because they're lines, like yeah. when I was in school and I can't do it. Yeah. But I figured it out that I can say it. Yeah. And nobody's in the room, so I just say it to myself, and this is what I enjoy doing. I enjoy earning whatever it is by whatever date you set as whatever your goal is. And uh, so then I read something positive. These days I'm going through these books. 
I was never a reader. Never a reader before Ninja. And now I'm, I wouldn't say voracious reader, but I'm certainly more voracious than I was. Great. And every morning I'll read something. Then I'll do my notes and birthday cards and anniversaries. So there is a system, right? I, I liken it to a train on a track. You don't have a track, that train's going anywhere, right? And usually on its side. Yeah. Totally. You've got a good track, and you make sure the track's clear of debris and, and, and systematic, then the train runs better, right? So that's my morning. I start out every day just like that. Gratitudes. Oh, before I do my gratitudes, I saw a video on YouTube from an army guy. It said, make your bed. Yes. You ever seen that? Yeah, yes. seen that one, yeah. Yeah, now I make my bed. I never used to make the bed. I'd leave that thing like that, and i come home at night, and that looks messy, but it's my bed. You right? were so good at that for a while. <laughs> <laughs> You're in the bed. I can't make it around you. <laughs> so, so anyways, so I make my the bed. My debris on my track is the dog who's just so cuddly. That's right. <laughs> so, I, so I do the bed. I, I get up and I do my, my uh, gratitudes. I do my affirmations. I do my notes and uh, cards, and uh, then I look at my list. Now, they say a hot list. They refer to a hot list. Hot lists are typically 30 to 60 days. But if you're really busy, that's a big list. Mm. Yeah. You really can't review them that much. Yeah. I have a sizzler list. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> sizzler is two days. Within two days, I've got to contact this person. So if I just met you, you're a sizzler. Even if you're not buying or selling, I just have to do something within those first two days. And is that, is that a paper really list nice. or is that an electronic list? That's prospects. In prospects, okay. That's prospects. So, so, so you use on the, the dashboard. Yeah, so the CRM prospects, that's, that's right. what you use to manage your, your and stuff. And it's included in my fee. That's right. At CREB. That's right. And, I, and, on, and a lot of what I do when I teach courses here, I actually get stuff back from people who are using it and go, have you tried doing this? That's right. great. Doing that. Yeah. So and I just, I just thought it, for, for people that might be in other boards across Alberta, um, you can, there's, you know, you, you have a system that's set up in there for reminders and things like that, but there are other CRMs that also right. work, but, um, but this one is, again, included on the Calgary side. You can yeah. actually subscribe to Prospects if you're not with um, Calgary, but um, anyways, just thought I'd let you know, you use a CRM um, to, to help you put in your reminders. Uh, I tell people at the start of the Prospects courses, it doesn't matter what CRM you use as long as you're using a CRM. Isn't it, isn't it true? It's better than nothing, even yeah. if it's basic. Yeah. Keeping ever, all the information in place is key. Yeah. Getting reminders, you know, okay, the birthday's coming up, anniversaries, whatever it is. And text templates, just from a legal point of view, what you say to a client sometimes isn't admissible. So if you follow it up with a text template that actually says exactly what you've said, now that you have an accepted offer, Here's some of the obligations you agreed to. I totally bing, bing, agree bing, with bing, that. Bing, 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 yeah. bing, bing. Now I'm go-giver style. It used to be just a lawyer. You're going to need a lawyer. You need a home inspector. If it's a condominium, you're going to need somebody to review the documents. Now I got. Now you're going to need a mover. You're going to find out from your insurance company if you could actually insure this place you're buying. Totally. Just thinking more about what are their needs. What will help that person that's actually talking to them? Totally. Totally. All right, so not everyone's perfect all the time. Neither me. Yeah, no, no, it's good, it's good. Um, where, where, what do you find challenging to keep consistent on with this? And do you have some advice on how when you fall off, you get back on track? So. Yeah, actually, I have a terrible memory. Okay. That's always had, always have had. Um, my memory is not 
the best asset that I've got. Yeah, and I have fair. to work on it. So I carry notepads. I carry five by three cards to make notes. You've got to transfer those notes to something like a CRM in order for it to be able to be used and recalled later. Right. If you can't remember it. Right. Some people have idyllic memories like Sheldon Cooper on Big Bang Theory. Yeah. He can remember what he was doing on the 19th of December 10 years ago. I can hardly remember what I had for breakfast. Yeah, fair. So, so I do keep copious notes in there to keep on track. I do put reminders in prospects that remind me back. People are quite surprised sometimes when they say, hey, by the way, happy birthday, you know. And they go, how did you know it was my birthday? Well, you told me. When? I don't know when, but I asked for it. Because yeah. I want to honor you on your birthday, you know. And people were losing some of that, you know. They get a birthday card. Sometimes you don't get an answer back. We're not expecting one. I was just sending it. So I went over to this house. It was like six months later. And the card was still on the mantle. Oh, <laughs> awesome. And they never said thanks. Yeah. They didn't have it to. Obviously mattered. That's not why I sent it, right? Yeah. I sent it because it was your birthday. And I thought awesome. this card would. And uh, I buy a whole bunch of cards. Like yeah. All different kinds because it depends on the person. Totally. You just kind of set yourself up you, for success. Right. Yeah. So some of the, one of them, I, I tell the joke all the time, is I couldn't send it out to clients. Because it was too personal. Yes. <laughs> when I bought it, I thought it was fantastic. Have a nice pajama day. So now you send it to your nieces. And, you know, Perfect. It, it's that kind of thing. It's yeah. not something you'd send to a, a prim and proper yeah, yeah, yeah. client. Right? So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. True. That's so, fair. Yeah. So let's, let's kind of switch um, business, business generation. Yeah. So as far as being a go-giver and you're saying, I want to drum up some business, what do you use... What, what philosophies do you use in this as lead generation for real estate? Best Buy Nest is a good one because you're, you're not approaching them on the basis of asking for something. You're offering them something. And, and, and I use the example that was given to me by a fellow by the name of John Breeze. Would you like a cookie? And I said, uh, no, I'm okay. Because a lot of people are dead. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, I'm okay. Do you know anybody who would like a cookie? Well, it's the same thing in our business. <laughs> That's really good. That's really, really, really sure. good. That's how, you, that's how you get business. <laughs> you want to, I'm yeah. sending you a Best Buy Nest invitation. You're saying, yes, I love it. Do you know anybody else that would like a cookie? Yeah. So, so yeah, good. I know my cousin would like her furnace checked. Well, let's do that. Yeah. And, and now you've got another contact. Now they're getting the monthly newsletters. Now they're talking about organizing your closets. My closet's a disaster. Yeah. I didn't go to that one because... I have no interest in fixing it. Yeah, yeah. But a lot of the clients said, that's a great idea. I need to organize my closets. I need to furnish. I need the paint job. I need the cleaning. So Best Buy Ness is definitely a lead generator on its own. Thank just you, a, a, way to, a way to parlay one relationship yeah. into another and, relationship. And again, just you made this clarification because we have a lot of people that watch kind of all over Canada. Um, Sierra, Sierra Realty, the brokers we're with, we have a best, we call it Best My Nest, but it's a home ownership program where we've partnered with about 160 different companies within the city as well as all the other areas that we work with, Red Deer, Cochrane, Okotoks. Um, and as we expand, we'll build those relationships. And the point of the program is to connect homeowners with um, people, services, and products that help them live a better life in their home, saving money, educating them. We have seminars that they can come out to and learn stuff. There's no charge on this. And um, there's a lot of different content and homeownership tips that our agents can send out just because um, we've mentioned it a few times. So yep, yep. Um, this is something for anybody watching as well. If you're not with CIR, it, any, you, you, there's probably stores that you like and different service providers you use. Creating your own homeownership system. Um, personally, it's a little bit more work, but anybody can 
can start and probably have some sort of offering for those watching. And it's without expectation. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so you've, great, you've initiated that law of reciprocity yep. Yep. Um, in that. Would you say the majority of your business is repeat and referral? I think 100% of my business is referral. Right. Wow. And, and one of the other things, uh, talking about the market report, talking about matrix, all the tools that we have available to help people. So I say to you, uh, Lindsay, ever wondered what that house down the road sold for? Well, most folks would say, yeah, I was curious. Not enough to do anything about it, but yeah. yeah. Well, I could send you that information on a periodic basis. You never have to guess again. Or I can send the app to you if you really want to just pull over and you know what it's sold for. Right? Totally. Not so much sold for on the app because it only gives you the active listing. Yeah. Yes. But on Matrix, you can get the, the sold information as well. So again, if you're constantly thinking about the other person, it, that phone gets light. It's easy to phone and just say, okay, what can I do for you today? So you've been implementing this for, um, you've been implementing this for a while now. And I took, uh, took Ninja in November of 2016. Right. Yeah, so two years running. Yeah. And, you know, because we're, we're on the management team and, and we get to touch base with you, your business is going like this. Are you starting to, you know, almost every single month see a compound effect from all of this? This is a difficult market. Yeah, yeah this cool. is a difficult market. But you're, but but you're it's doing... my best year. I mean, 2014 was my absolute best year, but then... Uh, that was 2014. This year has been a lot of challenges, but again, because the focus is now shifted to, for me, from transactions, from the old way of doing business of catching the big kahuna, yeah. to now, how can I help? You're moving to Calgary, how can I help? What can I do for you? And this is and the second doing best it year. That's right. And doing it genuinely, not really with any expectation of slipping the card in like you're yeah. alluding to radio on or, you know, can you send me a referral? Happy birthday. Yeah. It's your birthday. Let's just celebrate that. Totally. You know? You're moving from Kelowna. How can I help? Can I find you a mover? Do you know people? Yeah. You know, just asking those types of questions. So and be genuine. And your days must, must be nice, nicer too because you just, what a nice way to live. Yeah. Right? Just what a nice way to live and speak to people. Well, I thought that was private life, right? You yeah. did all that sort of nice stuff with your friends and your family. Yeah. And doing it with the clients when you're helping them and asking them questions uh, just makes that a nice package. You know? It's such a, such a user-friendly way of doing business. Absolutely. Let's, yeah. um, let's switch gears to the actual transaction of representing a, a client as well because um, the law of, uh, you know, the, the go-giver talks about giving more in value than you ask for in compensation. So. Tell us now, helping someone through the selling process and the buying process, what kind of things you do for clients, and you've actually alluded to a few of them already, um, talking about um, recommending uh, movers in addition to home inspectors and things like that. What are the things have you yeah. done to make a client just be like, wow, like this was such a great experience? Well, I think that, um, the, the, again, alluding back to the old way of training, was you should always be giving a call to action. Right so that you're trying to get the client to engage. Whereas if you're free with the information, they're already attracted to you because you're giving them information. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they never thought about it. So for example, on a listing consultation, not a listing presentation. Got it, I like it. On a listing consultation, I will bring a renovation guide. Ah, yes. And I, I don't know whether or not you're planning to do any renovations. Your house could be perfect. But I brought you this guide just in case you might need it. Well, it cost me a few cents yes. to just print the guide and bring it. And it's the 
it's, I didn't write it. Yes. There's no skin in it for me. Yes. Uh, but I thought you might, might be useful. Since you're considering moving, I also brought you the five most important things that you want to do before you move. And paint is among the, the top, it's is the top thing. Absolutely. So you haven't hired me yet. Yes. And I've already given you two things without asking for anything back. I've also brought you this. I've also brought you that. I'm gonna, I'll give you what we're seeking, and a ninja is very, very good at this, is clarity. Right. If they're confused, I gotta think about it. Don and, and yes. Larry both, they hammer that into you. If they're not sure, their answer is, let me think about it. Totally. So if you can give them clarity when you sit with your consultations, whether it's the buyer or the seller, so don't give them all 30 listings. Yes. Give them the five that are closest to theirs so that they, it's easy for them to relate to it. Uh, when I'm working with a buyer, uh, what do they expect normally? They'll phone a realtor, I'd like to see that house. They say, okay, let me arrange it. And they'll go see the house. They'll take the feature sheet from the house and they'll give it to the client quite often because I talk to clients, right? Yes. They tell me, oh, yeah. the last guy didn't do this. So they get the feature sheet from me, which is the client copy. On they also get a copy of the CREB map. Again, it's available for free. All you have to do is print it. Yeah. Showing the location of the house, relative to bus stops, the busy roads, the services, the schools. It's just a, a snapshot that they get with it. So they're looking at the house. They can't see the neighborhood, yeah. but they've got a color photograph showing that house and how it relates oh, to everything so else. so good. Yeah. Just thinking, if I yeah. were buying a house, what would I want? Those things. On the selling side of it, I use a photography company that gives me a floor plan yes. with dimensions. So they can go home and look at the floor plan and say, will my couch fit? Will the beds fit? If they go to five houses and I'm the only one with a floor plan, I'm the only one they're going to be able to fit their furniture into. Yeah. And very few times do you go to a house and find there's a floor plan. Right. Well, the floor plan would just get you excited because it instantly... You want to like you can start, revisit it. You want to start like moving your things in a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And, and I've done that with a buyer where we're, the buyer wanted to renovate the house and we went to the first visit and he's talking about, you know, to the wife, if we did this, if we did that. So I hired, hired in um, CMHC Photography because they were sufficiently interested in that house. CMC. CMC, sorry. <laughs> I know. Did I say? CMHC. CMHC. We always say that CMC. too. Yeah, CMC. <laughs> I hired at my expense and we did a floor plan. Yeah. And he was thrilled. Why? Because it was meaningful to him. He could now move walls around. He could see what fit, what didn't fit. He could send it out to contractors. And the beauty of it too is that now with RMS now, I mean, many people are getting floor plans. It's like, make that stuff available. Like, make it yeah. easy for clients to see it. A so. lot of them are just getting the perimeter. Ah, yes. Like the, like the bare, yes, you're totally. paying almost the same money. Yes. Why not get the floor plan? Why not get the virtual tour? Why not get it all, you know? Love so. it. That's great, Gary. Yeah. So, you know, let's, to, to kind of wrap this up, because I, you know, we have a few more questions, but I feel like we've touched on them. Give, go give her, because real, real estate is your business, but real estate is also very life encompassing. So how has implementing this in your business overall impacted your life as just, not well, Gary the realtor, just Gary? Well, it made the phone lighter. Yes. Because now when I'm making a call, I'm not asking them for anything. I'm, I'm asking them, how can I help? Uh, I'm introducing people, which is kind of fun to watch. Yeah. If I can introduce the door guy to the installer, and I can introduce the painter, 
very often on a house that you're visiting, you look at the garage trim because the snow accumulates at the bottom, it's always peeled. Yes. And it's a quick $100, $200 fix. I phoned the realtor. I, my client doesn't want the house. Yeah. So I phoned the other realtor and I said, hey, we're over at your house on uh, whatever street. And I noticed that uh, just at the bottoms of the trim on the garage, it really looks kind of rotty. And I've got a painter, his name's Scott. And uh, for 100 bucks, he'll go over there and get that looking good. I get a call back. Scott went over, he did the trim, and he did the front door, he did the back door, and he only charged me this amount of money, and I'm really grateful, thank you very much. Because you never get a second chance. So to answer the question, it really does make me think more overall of, okay, how can I help you, as opposed to oh, watching it for so me. Selfish. Well, you, know what, you know what's so I great about that is that um, uh, customer service courses, and one of the things that we talked about was, is you got to take this mentality with your clients, but the highest level, we call it the summit level of customer service, is when you expand it around to all stakeholders that you do business with. A realtor that you're theoretically in competition with, you know, which is a scarcity versus an abundance mentality, for you to go in and say, hey, my clients aren't interested, but I noticed these things, how much better do you think the next transaction that you cross paths with that person is going to be? How much better do you think? And even besides all of that, mm -hmm. your life just becomes so easy. Like it's just, yeah. just coasting through. I invite them to the prospects courses. Yeah. I ask them, what are you using? I say, we're done the deal now, or maybe we're not yeah. going to do a deal. What are you, how do you manage your clients? How, what are you using for CRM? And quite often I go, I use an Excel spreadsheet, yeah. or I use Outlook, or whatever it is. Why don't you come to one of our courses? We're not going to proposition you when you come. It's going to be all about prospects, and uh, it might help you in your business. How's that? Okay, fine. And we've had visitors come, you know, from other brokerages. Yes. Uh, to do the prospects courses. So, so, so tell That's us, beautiful, Gary. Someone who is looking to um, get their business to the next level, step it up a little bit. What kind of advice would you give them? Get organized. You had a uh, one of our realtors, and I wish I could remember his name. You might. Uh, who said, I divide my business into what needs a license and what doesn't need a license. Gary, Greg Dudar. Greg Dudar. Yes. Yep. I'm glad you told me because now I know. Yes. Uh, now I remember. And Greg said, if it needs a license, that's my job. If it doesn't need a license, I try to contract it out yes. and have someone else do it. So that's the system I'm going through now where I'm deciding. So right now your print shop at CIR is doing my cover sheets. The UPS store is actually assembling it. So, so Sarah sends the PDF over to the UPS store. They get the PDF from me for the MLS sheets. Yes. The mortgage company sends the mortgage sheet over. I send them the CREB and the CMC stuff. And they put it together and they seal it. Wow. And I go and present it to the client. Beautiful. It probably cost me 20 bucks more than if I did it. I would take longer to do it. Oh my gosh. And then I'd hand it to them, a lot of all loosey-goosey. <laughs> now it's like a gift, you know? Wow. Here's your feature sheets. I'd like you to look over these sheets. Let me know if there are any errors or omissions. And they open it. And it's like Christmas morning every time you do it. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. Cool. Yeah. And, and it's a heavier quality. I used to do it with staples. Yeah. And then you put it in the holder and it does this. Yes. Whereas this is a heavier quality, so it actually stands for it. It's so really neat. Again, it, it, this really does encourage me to think more on what is it that you would help, you know, what would benefit you yeah. than really what's in it for me. And, and it comes back, obviously, I'm having a good year, you know. Yeah. 
That's great, Gary. Gary, I, I, we have to thank you, first of all, not only for, again, giving of your time here, but you're a coach in the brokerage, you're a mentor. I mean, you, you've, you've taught courses mm, for us. Yeah. You, you've, you've totally exemplified this, con this um, uh, live this concept, and I want to thank you for that so much from the bottom of our hearts. Well, I'm happy to do it. It's passing it on because I had help along the way. I, yes. would, I didn't do everything by myself. And I also like the newer realtors. I invite them to come when I have an open house to shadow me on the open house. And if it's not busy, then I try and get them set up on their one-to-ones with uh, prospects. That is so, so fantastic. Yeah. And the good news is your managers are now catching on. And they're sending their new guys and new girls. <laughs> so I got an email on the weekend. Uh, I was talking to David, and he suggested, or I forget if it was David or Terrence, and he suggested that I get a hold of you because I'd like to learn prospects. Well, it's, a, it's two hours or three hours that you can actually do some really constructive work if there's nobody in the building. If there are, then they'll see how an open house works. You know? That's so great. Well, yeah. thank you so much for giving your time. Thank you for being here today. I know that you um, had something else going on in your business, and you still made this work, so thank you. And, if, and Gary is... Or, um, you know, kind of anyone within, within the brokerage. Or if anybody wants to chat with Gary who's not, um, send us a, a message or an email because you love meeting people and helping and sharing. So if you have any questions for Gary, let us know. We can put you in touch. Thank you for tuning in today. Um, for more content like this, you can visit us at agentpursuit.com or you can uh, like us on Facebook or Instagram where we share some really great bite-sized tidbits of the content in these videos. So thank you very much, and we will... See you at our next Agent Pursuit meeting. Awesome. See you guys later. Thanks, Gary. Bye-bye. Thank you very much.